2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart
0: Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. Great to be with you. On this Tuesday evening, David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti on the updates. You guys can chime in eight five five two one two four two two seven. As the uh, big voice guy says, I am in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee kind of a kind of a happening spot tonight. Did you see who was at the Bucks game, Shep? Did you see who was at the game? Yeah, Damian Lillard. Well, he was. he, he works for the Bucks. He was there. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give me a hint? Uh, can I give you a hint? Do you watch Bravo?
3: Um, I only watch uh, stations that don't have reality TV, but the guy I know from Bravo is um, Andy Cohen.
0: Well, he was not there, but okay. he had many friends that were there. Gotcha. The real housewives of Salt Lake City. I mean, stop the
3: presses. I mean, did they, clear the, did they clear the arena for those uh, lovely women?
0: They, so the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were at Milwaukee, Wisconsin tonight. Let me tell you about these shows. Uh, my wife is a big fan, so don't say anything too harsh because I, I will take any insult you have on the shows as an insult on my wife. Okay, I'll, I'll let you finish and then I'll give you my commentary. So I told her this, and all of a sudden she's watching the game with me. <laughs> she, she's not in the sports. She's, she's, but she's you know loves the Real Housewives. And she's like, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't believe they're here. Who's there?" And we we're looking at the picture, and she's trying to say who's on the new cast. And right, uh, you know, it was a big, it was a big moment. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City live in Salt Lake City, and what what happens on these shows is uh-huh. it's a group of women, and they always like they're always together but you have to find reasons to get together cuz if you take if you take like 8 people in normal life that's like a friend circle how many times are you all together at one time barely at all so what they do is they go on these trips or vacations or it's somebody's birthday or somebody's throwing an event or or whatever so the the idea is, or what the thinking is, that one of the cast members, Angie, is Greek, and is a big Giannis fan, and so they arranged a trip to Milwaukee, and these like they go to like Lake Tahoe and Hawaii and Cabo and fancy ski resort and fi- fancy spa resort, like. I am surprised as much as I love my city and will put on for my city. I am surprised that the real housewives of Salt Lake were in uh, Milwaukee. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell else they're going to do. Like they went to the game. Okay. They were there. They were courtside before they had a suite. They are now currently as we speak, I just saw this tweet. They are on the floor of Pfizer Forum putting up shots. And I believe they have scored more points than the Charlotte Hornets. I don't know if anybody saw this game. Hornets had 26 points at the half. Uh, so Bucks defensively have figured a few things out at least. Bad night for the Hornets who've been playing uh, much better. Remember, we took a call a couple of weeks ago when they had won three in a row. Uh, so, you know, we're all, we're all thinking about the Hornets. I don't know what else they're going to do. Now, luckily, they came. It was a beautiful day today in Milwaukee. It was like 71 degrees. Uh seventy three, seventy-five, high highest it's ever been in, in February in Wisconsin. It was it was insane. Um and I think tomorrow morning's gonna be like twenty three in snow. But for today, they got a really pleasant day, but I don't know where else they're gonna go that like is up to the lifestyle. We won't even we can't even get we can't even get the NBA All Star game here in Milwaukee because We don't have enough five-star hotels. We don't have a big enough convention center. We're not good enough for the rich elite in the NBA and their media, but we're good enough for the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Come on now, my brother. Uh, do you want to take any digs at the franchise, or do you want to say that's really nice that Milwaukee's uh, got a you know a big part of? Well, Food chef
3: was here too, well, or first whatever of, it's called. Yeah. Well, first of all, they couldn't distinguish Kareem from Giannis. Uh, the housewives of Utah is that is that what they're called? The Housewives of Salt Lake, City. Salt Lake City. Excuse me. So, so it's terrible branding. Number one, because the whole reason they're there is to show their faces and be in the spotlight, and you're doing it against the Charlotte Hornets. And of all nights, you're doing it against the Charlotte Hornets when they don't have their franchise player on the mellow ball. So that was just absolutely bad decision making on whoever's part wanted to have them at the game and appear front row. Secondly, it's not a show; it's a script. They go by a script. It's not genuine. It's not organic. It's all orchestrated, just like all the reality TV shows. And, there's, and the only difference, Bart, between that and, and um, you know, an actual, like, uh, rehearsal is that they use their real names. So, so it's crap. But, it's but, crap. But, but, but it's what, crap so, television. So what? Some people like it. What's the problem? Yeah. Well, some people like um, a, a lot of crappy things, but it doesn't mean Were well, you going to say
0: wrestling and then remember that I like no, wrestling? No,
3: like, no, but the thing about wrestling is there's some pretty amazing feats that take place in wrestling. Like, we all know it's scripted. I get that. But... You so know, if
0: the real housewives were, like, athletic,
3: you'd like it more? Does it
0: have to be an athletic I'll thing? I'll tell you something. It's, not it's every not, TV show has to be for everybody. I'll tell you something. It's not
3: empowering for women. It's a bad look for women because th- this, isn't, this isn't them getting together and doing good for the world. It's not them getting together and figuring out how they're going to cure cancer or how they're going to, you know, cure measles. Or it's not them getting together and saying, how can we work on the infrastructure and balance the budget? It's them getting together and complaining and whining and being catty. And it's not a good look for women. And, and, and people eat it up because it makes them feel better about themselves because their lives are not as horrid and uh, dramatic as the ones that they're watching on television. And it's a, it, it sends women in the wrong direction. I don't like it. So, so you turned it into I'm a
0: champion of women. Okay. That's a good spin. That's a good spin. A, no, I am a— no,
3: I am That's a, a good spin. Good Bart, spin. I am the biggest believer that there needs to be more women that do what we do. There needs to be more women in this space. There needs to be more women that are involved in sports. And I feel like I, I'm, I always take a lot of pride when I hear Amy Lawrence or when I hear Maggie Gray. Um, like, that's a great thing. But let's be honest. Like, for a long time in this country, women have been second-class citizens. We, we forget for the majority of the time that America has been in existence. They haven't even been able to vote. So, like, I, I, I do think that we have to be careful about how women are viewed in popular culture. And it's not flattering for them. And that's why the show needs to go away and go away now. You didn't think I'd go there, but I'm always gonna be honest with you. I don't understand how your
0: brain works to go from their the real house of Salt Lake City we're at a bucks game to women couldn't always vote in this country. Well, because because <laughs> that, that, that that that's a that you're I don't know what the path is, but you're <laughs> certainly taking a lot of shortcuts to get there.
3: Well, I, I'm, well, in, in, I am somebody that understands, as you do, Bart, you're, you're, you're pretty knowledgeable, you're well-researched, you're well-read, I understand the history of this country, and you don't have shows, and there's not if, if, if there are, someone correct me, but there's not shows where they put a bunch of guys together in their meatheads. And the the Housewife shows. What? That's like all the shows. No, no, Bart. Not not like not in like reality T V format. If 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 there's that type of show, they're doing it in like a comedic way and it's a clear uh. sitcom. It's a clear sitcom. Or it's like or it's like sitcom. Animal House. Oh but it's not but yeah, but it, it, it is and it isn't because obviously that's the, these are people's real lives. Um but it doesn't do women any favors. So
0: so so let me get this right. Real Housewives bad for women, F Boy Island, uh, just a little joke of a show for dudes.
3: Okay, so I, I don't I only I only I only know big shows. F Boy Island has to be like so niche. I've never heard of F Boy for Islands. I don't know what that is. <laughs> F-boy for islands. Okay, I don't think right. any caller you you pick up on right now or anyone listening knows what F Boy for Islands is. <laughs> F Boy, I, I know Island. I know what the F stands for obviously, but I, I'm talking about the show itself. It's it's called F-Boy Island. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happens it. there. Uh, there's
0: a bunch of those boys. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Do you know what that was? Was that, that like a Bartometer getting, getting uh, revved that was getting, up? That was getting the train back on the tracks.
3: I th- I think it's a fun. I th- I, wait a minute. I think that was a legitimate uh, point that we were talking about. I don't think it's. I don't think it got off tracks for one second there. I think there was a very organic, uh, confluence conversation that was going on between you and me. No. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we agree to disagree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No offense. I go. You go. That was a good conversation. I go. No. Nah. Thanks. Thanks, boy. It was, it was. It sounded good to me. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> we we have fun here. Hey, do you guys did you did you know football's
3: over? <laughs> we don't have football anymore. Listen, how, listen. How much can you dissect bucks hornets without lamella? Come on. Oh, I know. I mean, I I can't dissect any of this
0: stuff. It's too hard. Adams in Toronto. Adam. Hey, first of all, FY Island is my favorite show on TV right
4: now. <laughs> Get so out of here. You guys can stop <laughs> i've never even heard of it but it sounds it sounds interesting
0: oh it's good. Um, nikki glazer host yeah
4: yeah yeah it sounds like a great great time great waste of my time um no first of all um i heard you guys talk about cleveland earlier look cleveland's been through enough they just don't need some big city select from new york coming in saying oh well lebron left voice we know they left steady left voice chef you know they, they've been through really tough times and you know the big New York producer comes on national radio and says, oh, well, they're they're worse than they think." And Bart, Bart's trying to hype them up, and you know he's just he's just trying to stick up with the small guys like like Milwaukee and Cleveland, man. So the big city slicker New York attitude, yeah, get that out of here, David. Gordon
0: Shepard. Gecko over here. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to stick up for the
3: little guy.
4: That's right. That's right. We don't need some big New York guy coming in and saying, well, we're
3: I got a screen calls here, so I totally missed this. What, what did Adam from Toronto say? He said you're a big-time city say- slicker. Uh, no, <laughs> I, Adam, 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 if Cleveland, Adam, is there, is there a New York City-born star? Let's even take Toronto, for instance. Is there a Toronto-born star that leaves Toronto not once, twice? Does that ever happen to any major city? No, I'm not saying. I'm not. Look, like, I'm not. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is they've
4: been through a lot, man. Their, their football team had stunk for inter- eternity. That's they, true. They, they were on the wrong end of the Cubbies winning the World Series. LeBron fought up twice. They they've been through. They know they've been through enough. And you know, you walk in with your big New York attitude. Oh, I'm better than you. Hey, you know, Chef, you're better
3: than that, man. Come on, man. Come on, Adam. 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 I don't think I'm better than anybody. I know. I. You know that. But 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 I also got to be fair-minded about this and talk about Cleveland. It doesn't have the same appeal as as major cities. It just it just doesn't. It's nothing against the people of Cleveland. The people of Cleveland are great, but in terms of what it attracts, Adam, when is the last time? And you, you're a big basketball guy. I mean, you're a big football guy. But let's be honest. Deshaun Watson, his his career was on life support, and the Haslam's made the worst contract in history of professional sports.
4: Look, all I know is I know what it's like for a guy, a Toronto guy, to leave, and it's heartbreaking. Toronto, but, lasts, but Toronto's a
3: major city, but no one has ever left Toronto twice. And it's so that's because they the won't rest.
0: even go there. Shohei Ohtani won't even get on the plane.
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, Ka- Kawhi exactly. went there. Yeah.
0: yeah anyway, left. Left. okay. All right. No more big city, small town. What did you? What, what's up, Adam? All right,
4: all right, Bart. I know you're a betting man. I'm not looking for you to, you know. I just want I want advice and I'm not gonna hold you to it like other callers have called in. I just want some advice. So yesterday I've been I've been high on the nuggets lately. I, I don't think anybody's gonna compete with them in the West. I think they're guaranteed to come out of the West, at least. I know I've heard you say that. I placed a future yesterday that they would win the NBA championship, put a little bit of money on it. I just wanna think I wanna hear your advice if it's a good bet or not.
0: But you've already made the bet?
4: I've already made it. I'm, I'm already. Comm- I can. I can cash over for forty bucks. I, I put forty bucks on it. It was like plus four to one. Uh, I just. I think that you know the Mavericks and, and the OKC and, and Minnesota. They're all. They're well. Minnesota and OKC are definitely not
0: going to the finals. They're too. Well, young so and, with a bet you know, like Ma- that, like a bet like that, I just don't think that that's fun. It's the you. The the point about futures is you want to bet on something like I put ten bucks on the Warriors to come out of the West for three hundred. You know so at least either I lose ten bucks oh no or I win uh three hundred. if the warrior okay, or okay. if the nuggets if I want to put like the nuggets I'm gonna put then I'm gonna be like well I'll put 50 bucks on it but then I'm only winning a hundred and then I got 50 bucks tied up for four months when if I'm I, I might as well just invest it it's a fine right. bet well, I fuck? mean it's a it's the lowest odds it's a fine bet I I don't know. I I don't know. I
4: Actually Boston has the best. Boston has the best odds to come out and win it all, but it's four, it's 4 to 1, so it, it, I'd be making money on it. But okay, here's a better question. Who's do you think the Nuggets are going to come out of the West at least?
0: Um, uh, I mean not definitively, but I watched them the other night and you know, I watched them play and I watched Jokic and I see what he does and I think that if the if yeah, I'll I'll rank them number 1 most likely too or I still, uh, I'll buy in on the Clippers. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the nug- yeah the Nuggets, they've done it before. They are really hard to beat with Jokic. So as long as nothing happens there,
3: yeah. Let me let me ask you guys a question. Right. Let me ask you guys a question. Can you think of a time, where in recent memory, an NBA team brought back all five starters, none of them were over the hill at the time, and they didn't at least make it back to a finals? No, I can't. It's tough, right? Like even the Pistons, who brought back that same starting five, they made it. Now they lost in a game seven to the Spurs in 05, but they still very much made it back.
4: Right, it's hard to repeat.
3: Right, but it's it's. But but you you talk about what they did last year in the postseason. They didn't just win the finals. They were dominant in that postseason run. Sixteen and four. That's what I'm. Four saying. of those I don't losses. Any of them. Right, four of those losses came by double digits, uh, double possession or less. So they were close in every game that they lost, and then they won sixteen out of four. It's one of well, the best winning think- percentages ever.
0: I think of that Lakers series where that was that was a sweep, right, 4-0? It was a sweep,
3: that, but that game four was very close, yes.
0: The, the whole series was competitive. The whole series was, it, I mean, it was the most competitive sweep I've ever seen. But then what would happen is with five, six minutes left, the Nuggets, all right, all right, we're just going to win by 15 now. I mean, the Lakers were in these games, and the Nuggets still had their way with them.
4: I just think Jokic and Murray, I don't think anybody's stopping them. If they can stay healthy when it comes to the playoffs, I think they're the best duo in the West, at least. And then, you know, I, I see the Bucks or the Celtics coming out of the East. But I was wondering if, you know, what your thoughts on it were. And uh, I really appreciate you taking my call tonight, boys. Have a good one.
0: All right, yeah, thanks, Adam. That's just, I mean, that's it's a smart bet because it's not a lot of money and he'll probably win it back. I just think if I'm going to make a bet like that, that's going to be – so far down the line, I, you know, I want to you know, throw ten bucks and, at some big odds. I want to maybe throw ten bucks on, like I said, the Warriors, or throw ten bucks on the Mavericks and maybe win one hundred fifty if they get out of there. They're playing well, or the Suns throw ten on there, win ninety or something, something like that. But that's a smart investment. But then again, if you are going to if you are going to try to turn fifty dollars now into a hundred dollars in June, I mean, you put it into a savings bond or something. So that, that's that's my long-winded answer there. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart Winkler. Chefs here. Marco's here. We've got a bunch of you that we want to talk to. We'll do that coming up. CBS Sports Radio.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
0: John is in Rochester. Hey, Bart. Great show, man. Uh, I've been listening to you for a month now, and uh, I like your show better every
5: time I listen to it. You're rising, so that's good.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at
0: 855-212-4CBS. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti on the update coming up momentarily. Talking with you, a little NBA, a little uh, NFL combine, and the uh, morality of reality TV shows, if you want to dive in to that conversation. Stan is in Chicago. Hey, Stan. Bart, how are you? Stan, does anyone ever call you Stan the man? (laughs) <laughs> Anybody ever call you the Fond? <laughs> yeah, yours is better, I think. Yeah, is it? Is it really? Okay. Okay. So I'm Stan thinking... the man's not better? I've been called Bart the Fart my whole life. <laughs> I'd love to be named Stan. 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 No, no D. Okay, I'll, I'll take Bart the Fart. Hey, yeah. Friday, All I did was hit days. my elbow the across the jukebox and I played. Ready
5: to Nice. Yeah. So, so, so a house, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, either it could have gone two ways. It could have gone to where they went and started the Bucks game. Then, because we're still in February, they could have gotten tags for sturgeon and gone to Stockbridge. <laughs> right. Well, there's put no ice anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but you put them all on a pontoon and spears. Right. Yeah. And yeah, sure. Why not? And then they're they're trying to spear the sturgeon. Because that's still the rules up there, right?
0: You got to spear them? Yeah, sturgeon spear. Yeah, big, big, big thing up here, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. So, and then you take them all to Jim and Linda's, and they go to a supper club. Jim and Linda's? <laughs> oh, my God. You, you've been there, right? Yes. Yes. It's a great <laughs> supper club. How many right. people in the United States now know about Jim and Linda's?
0: I think you and I are the only ones that are listening <laughs> no. that know about they've
5: been it. Open, they've been open too long for only you and I. Or, right. or you take the women from Stockbridge and they go to Salt Lake City. The Real Housewives of Stockbridge? Of Stockbridge, Wisconsin. Why not? And they go to Salt Lake City.
0: And well, that would be something.
5: Absolutely not know what
0: to do. <laughs> Yeah, they they might fit in there actually. I don't know. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Stockbridge for those of you don't they don't know, it's got a population of 700 people.
5: Yes, but and and you can tell them that, but it's a huge 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 sturgeon uh Mecca this time of the year when Lake Onebaygo is frozen. Do you ever stop
0: at Big Al Capone's on the way down? Big Al Capone's. Yeah, in Pike. No. Uh pizza place, yeah. No, that's all right. No, Jim and Linda's
5: is no Jim and Linda's is uh, uh, between Fondulac and. Yeah, well, Jim and know,
0: Linda's is right down the street from Big Al Capone's. You gotta you turn past it to get there. Uh, I never paid any attention. Oh, I'm that's a Chicago.
5: shame. I, you know,
0: it's it's right next to the pipe meat market. <laughs> you know where that is?
5: Well, the meat market. That's well. A buddy of mine used to get used to. We'd split a cow. (laughs) What are we
0: doing? Yeah, Capone's his kitty corner. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. God, this is more local than when I do local radio. My God, (laughs) I like it though. All right, you too, Stan. All right, bye. (laughs) Okay, I mean that was that was local. I didn't again. I I didn't. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, Stan. Todd is in Tampa. Hey, Todd.
6: Hey, boss. I, Jim and Linda's probably what some of these NFL G, G, GMs are going to be picking when in the first round, you know, in, <laughs> in, the, in the upcoming draft. Because you know, six point five totally, out of ten. Good job. Yeah, you know how many? How many are you going to get right? I mean, how many?
0: You know who was the, who
6: was the rookie of the year last year? But well, I, my buy guy is Penix. I don't know who your favorite, who you're looking for. I don't know if you're a McCarthy guy, uh, McCar- you know, from Michigan or who you like uh, as a player up there, you know, but I'm looking at Penix, and I think that if he gets a good fit, you know, because a lot of it has to do with where you go in the draft and if you have a good fit, good coaching staff. Or, you know, you go to the commanders. You know, they, they, they let me tell you first-rounders out there, the quarterbacks, when you're getting drafted in the first round, obviously that means that team sucks, okay, and they're counting on you to pull a C.J. Stroud, or make progress and, and up that up that uh, franchise there. So I'm just letting you kids know they're not paying you this big money uh, to, to go out there and, 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 as Jerry Jones would say, lay, as his Cowboys did, lay an egg uh, uh, over there in the first round. But I'm a, I'm a petting sky, but I'll hear your comments. Go Bucks, And let me say something about my lightning. I don't know what y'all are doing over there because y'all been hoisting the Stanley Cup a lot. But y'all are letting everybody skate right through like it's a Friday night all skate. Okay, you haven't hit nobody on defense, and you haven't put anybody in the boards, and you haven't shown any physicality. That's won you the Stanley Cup. Now Stamkos, get off your ass and get the Kucherov. You better pick up your game. And Vasilevsky, you better start shutting people down in the, in goaltending, okay? Because you're the ones who started Tampa Bay, and then Brady took it from there. And Cash, you got the talent to win, okay? And this shortstop that we have, he should be playing for us. And what's happening, his suspension is a disgrace.
0: See you later. Oh, a little Wander Franco uh, commentary. I'm going to keep that one uh, closed. Um Yes, Michael Penix Jr is a quarterback that I like also. When when I've watched these guys in college um when I watch him in college so I would I mean if I had the number 1 pick I got you got to take Caleb Williams. There's too much upside and you draft on potential, don't you? Now, he did struggle against some pro style offenses. Um I don't care about anything that people are pretending to care about. He went and was consoled by his mom. I don't care. He didn't want to throw at a pro. De- I don't care. I would take him. I'd want to meet with him and, you know, see what he like, uh, what kind of guys like and how I think he might fit. Uh, I like Penix. You know, in, watch- in-, in watching Washington, that offense was electric. How much does it convert to the pro game? Probably pretty well. Drake May, I have not seen as much as the other guys. I felt like whenever I really locked in and watched, and even Caleb Williams, who I said could go one, when I watched him and May, they always were like not as good as I thought they were. But those were just a couple of different games. I'm not going to base an entire prediction based on one or two games that I saw. I mean, I'm not Kurt Benkert. (laughs) Um. JJ McCarthy, I watched Michigan, they run 45 times, so I don't know. Jaden Daniels looked good until uh Florida State beat them up, but then he goes and wins the Heisman. Which I thought I would have voted for Penix. So a lot of options here. And that's why the top is so interesting because it's gonna affect obviously who goes at the top, but then it's gonna affect JJ McCarthy and that team's future and Michael Penix and, and all that. So very interesting. 855-212-4227. Nate is in Maryland. Hey Nate.
7: What's up, B dub? What's up, Chef? Um man, just th- the thought of the the just the thought of watching a reality, you know, these real housewives shows makes me want to throw up. And uh, and, and just, you bar just the fact that you watch them is embarrassing. I'm sorry, I've brother. I've
0: seen them when I walk through the living room. <laughs> When yeah, my wife you know a lot. Up. You know a lot
7: about them. That's all I'm saying.
0: Hey, I'm trying to be an attentive husband. Look, there's 500 <laughs> channels. Okay, that means there's something for everybody.
7: All right, all right, yeah. but but nah, now I mean, it, it, but this is what you're gonna get. And I, I called it, man. This is the Taylor Swift effect, man. And y'all better get ready for it. You're gonna see all these people showing up at all these games for no reason. And we didn't need the, the, those six million viewers. I'm sorry. And those aren't real diehard fans anyway, but. But, but, but I wanted to talk about that Cam Newton situation, man, and, and how these fans are just getting out of control. But Cam, first of all, it was impressive that he was – he looked like the undertaker out there, first of all, just warding off six people. And, and, and he didn't even lose his hat, which was crazy. But, but he just needs to sit down. Like somebody needs to tell Cam just to go away. Like he just, just does way too much. They just harass him everywhere he goes. So I, I know he has an uncle or grandfather somebody just to put him down and just say, go go away for a while, Cam. Go away. But, but the fans are getting out of control, though, Bart. Like, there's no respect anymore. And I'm telling you, well, I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's going to be a fifth-year walk-on on one of these teams that has nothing to play for. And one of these fans is going to come out there and get decked. I'm telling you. And, and it's just a matter of time, and I'm glad you kind of changed your tune a little bit about it. But they they just have to do something about it, in my book. Like they, they got to do something to fix it, or somebody's gonna get clocked, or worse. But well, I yeah, the, the,
0: the lines are being like blurred. Like there's the the separation between athlete and fan. Um, you know, maybe in the building if we're talking the court storming thing, or or even outside yeah, of the get, building with the access on close. social media, it's too. It's it's you know, too close. It's crazy.
7: You know, I was here when they poured that popcorn on Russell Westbrook. And I'm telling you, if he was didn't get held back, man, he was going up there. And it's just it's just getting out of control, I think. So, you know, the fans just gotta get out of control, but they just have to, you know, just wait one minute, let the other team get off. But what do you think about Russell Wilson to the to the Steelers? Just real well, they- quick. I just, I know I bounced it, but I think that I think I think Tomlin could do something with him, but I think that's where he's going to end up. What do you think, Bart?
0: I think it's a better alternative, Nate. Thanks for the call. Than where either teams are at right now, I think Russell needs to get out of Denver, and I think the Steelers need to upgrade their situation. And what I want to take a look at here uh, to start next hour is there is a lot of potential movement between quarterbacks and teams that need quarterbacks, and it's going to get a lot of discussion. Whether it's Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson or Justin Fields or any one of the draft picks, but is there a combo that if you find the right quarterback in the right a team that can get to a Super Bowl already next year? Is there that combination? And we could throw a new coach into the mix, and you'd probably say Harbaugh and uh, Herbert would be the closest one. But we'll look at quarterbacks is there a quarterback that could go to a team and make them a Super Bowl even contender? Or are we just kind of, you know, rearranging the ugly furniture in the, I'm trying not to say rearrange deck chairs on the Titanic, because while that is a very, oh, you know what that means? I was trying to come up with a different analogy, but then I, I couldn't. So I, settled on the titanic 85521242 i did it again
3: you got a Four two two seven. but why did i why did i freeze no because this is the part of the show you do this maybe once every couple hours you want to see who's paying attention
0: yeah okay hey uh marco i just want to say hi to marco marco hey buddy what's up bart where were you i missed you
1: uh took a week off
0: just to like hang
1: uh, kind of. Yeah. I got a couple of weeks that are kind of just sitting in my back pocket that I still got to take. I got two more left. Oh, okay.
0: Um, any other
1: plans or no? Oh, I wish. No, Bart, kind of a loser here. So, no, not <laughs> a whole lot going on. You know, three kids and just hanging.
0: I, I like that I don't, I don't really know much about Marco and every, Piece of information he volunteers, it's about how big of a loser he is. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but he's he seems to be proud of I'm it. I'm
1: transparent which, though, man. I respect. You're gonna get whatever it is. I'm honest at all faults. You know. I respect if,
3: it. If you team Marco up, depending on the topic, you got a ten minute segment right there. Oh yeah? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, let's let's bank some of those because I'm gonna run out of stuff <laughs> to talk about come the summertime and all we got is baseball. <laughs> oh, he knows baseball. Ooh, okay, yeah. Hey, hey, Marco, you want to just do hour four all summer? <laughs> that fine.
1: Uh, I feel like a lot of the upper management would frown upon that. I feel like that would be something that. Oh, you'd it's have to... one
0: in the morning. Nobody knows.
1: Well, let's be fair. Nobody's knowing the whole thing, so
0: uh, it really doesn't matter what the time is
2: at that point. So,
0: yeah, all right. Okay.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Dumps was inside Washington,
4: puts it in. Two seconds left, the Cavs are out of timeouts. They have to go 94 feet. Struz from midcourt. Oh! oh! Do you
5: believe this? Whoa! My goodness! Max Strews from midcourt has won it for the Cavaliers.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's
0: Bart. Doing it for the great city of Cleveland. Ohio, Max Strews, that was a That was a half-court shot. And then some great way to win tonight for the Cavs, who right now sit at number two in the East. Number two in the Eastern Conference. Again, the difference between the Celtics, the one seed, and the Cavs, who are the two seed, is seven and a half games. Wow. it's a big gap. In the West, the difference between the Timberwolves, the one seed, and the Sacramento Kings, the seventh seed, is seven and a half games. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, this is going to be when things pick up. This is going to be when things get good. You've got a bunch of teams in the East. I think everybody's going to point to Boston and, and then they'll say Milwaukee if they can figure it out, which as of late seemingly have done that. But the Cavs and the Knicks, I mean, they can create a little damage and we'll see what happens with the Sixers should they get Embiid back. Uh, Pacers have been slipping a little bit, you know, Magic and Heater in there. Then in the West, it's really anybody's uh, game. You could look at any of those teams 1 through 10 and carve a path for them to get to the NBA Finals. Some more than others, maybe Nuggets and Clippers more than, you know, the uh, Lakers or even the Warriors. Those are the two teams at 9-10 right now. But it's going to be good. This basketball down the stretch, I think, is going to be very good. 855 Want to talk quarterbacks and teams that need quarterbacks and see if we can arrange any of them to be a contender there's going to be a lot of like you know hey i'll trade you my 6th round pick for your 7th round pick kind of like just moves that don't move the needle at all moves that don't really do anything or if you're thinking fantasy uh football i'll trade you my third tight end for your fifth receiver well why'd you do that just to make a trade you're not any better or any closer to winning a championship might happen in the NFL these teams might find a quarterback but is there a matchup that can get one of them into the title game? We'll talk about that eight five five two one two four two two seven. Right now, we talked to Brandon in Chicago. Brandon, hello.
5: Hello. Um. Maybe we're going off topic. I thought we were discussing uh, television that uh, celebrates the oblivious man. Uh, are we still on, on that, or, or have we or have we moved on?
0: Uh, I think there are there's at least one person that is listening to that right now on the Odyssey Rewind feature, and then immediately going, no, wait, wait, I'm not done, and then going immediately to live, so for that person, Brandon, it would work out very well for you to have this call. Go ahead. Okay, I, I believe Jimmy
5: Kim got his start with the uh, Man Show, uh, which celebrated the Obvious man with... Ladies jumping on trampolines and um, and and about the like the housewives, those are scripted, aren't, aren't they? Don't they have
0: a, a writers for that for that show? Uh, they are loosely scripted. They are. I mean, it's it's almost scripted like Curb Your Enthusiasm, where they like they 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 know what they they got an idea of what the storyline goes. I mean, there's moments of reality in there, but it's also reality that happens under a situation that's not real like but, big brother is real reality and survivors reality but you're also you're never going to be in a house like that you're never going to be in an island like that you're never going to be on a resort with eight women like that uh in real life that's paid for by uh andy cohen so there's i mean i don't know blurred lines but yeah, yeah not entirely, uh, it's not I, entirely it's not entirely real
5: and the actors who have taken their their acting role too far and carried it over to their real life, most of
0: them end up in, in some kind of trouble, don't they? Um I don't really know. Do you have an example? Is there someone you're thinking uh, of?
5: I don't know their name, but I I, oh. I, I I I one got in trouble with tax evasion.
0: I don't know if that's the kind of trouble. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Judice? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah she went to jail yeah. I know that one from uh, New Jersey. Okay. Uh thank you Brandon. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. All right, you too. Brandon in Chicago. Jimmy Kimmel, didn't he get to start calling radio stations? Didn't he get to start calling he radio was, stations? He
3: was on the radio at some point. I know I know that before television. You know, he, you know, famously the last few days, he said that he's going to be basically leaving ABC in a couple of years. Yeah, he's been saying that for a couple of years. Well, I mean, he, he's he's on his way out. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, I think I think for for him, he was going to, he'd probably retire sooner. But that writer strike, and then he realized
3: right. he missed it, and
0: he has been taking summers off. Yeah, he used to call a radio station in L.A. Are you a, you a Kimmel guy? I like
3: all of these people just enough, just oh. fine. Okay, so you're not you're not any of these guys. You just you'll tolerate them.
0: Um, I like him just fine
3: Gotcha Well, I remember the days of Carson And this is when you and I were really I don't young. like Carson You don't like Carson? No Wow You might Mm-mm. be the only person I've ever met that's ever said, I don't like Johnny Carson
0: I don't like that he, um, I mean, you want to talk about, you want you want to talk about setting women back This guy treated them like they were objects No Awful and I don't like that it was like he was the gatekeeper of who got to be a comedian or not. Not a Carson guy. No, no, sir. Wow. No, sir.
3: Well, he also made a lot of comedians, too, now.
0: He was the only game in town. He was literally the only place to do that
3: on I television. Mean, I mean, Rodney, no, you could you could make your own lane. Rodney Dangerfield didn't, didn't uh, go down that path, and Rodney got started late.
0: Hey, look I'm just everybody's got their own taste I'm not a Carson guy
3: wow the guys I like the best are Conan and Dave I mean you can't you can't go wrong with letterman and Conan either right but but they but they will also tell you without question he is their inspiration Carson both of them yeah well it's like how every
0: broadcaster says I wouldn't be in this business without Vince Scully I don't think Vince Scully was that great to listen to oh God far you don't you don't mean that Anytime that I, look, I didn't grow up with Vince Scully. I didn't grow up, like, falling asleep. I didn't grow up, like, oh, I used to do radio in St. Louis, and then I, I could get Los Angeles on those, you know, warm summer nights. Like, I didn't listen to Vince Scully till I was 30, and by that time I was like, wow, this guy is incredibly boring.
3: You just said Vince Scully is incredibly boring?
0: When I have listened to Vince Scully,
3: okay, I have been bored, yes. That tells me you've never listened to a full game. That's what, that's what that tells me. You've never listened to They used to,
0: they used to, on MLB Network, if the Dodgers were on and it'd be the late night game and Vince Scully was on the call, I'd be like,
3: oh man, this guy. Bart, it was like a dissertation every time he did a game. Like you would learn something that you never even heard of when it comes to baseball terminology. You'd learn about a story that you never would have thought happened. He's, he's got a memory like an elephant. He's an incredible, uh, you know, orator. He's got the skill and language of a Bob Costas. He's also got the heart of, like, a saint. He yeah, had great, great person,
0: great at his job. Just, it just wasn't my taste. Wow.
3: I, I didn't say anything bad. Why, why, why are we acting like I said something bad? I, I, I'm not saying you said—obviously, you, you, you are always entitled—this is your show. You're always entitled to your opinion. You're just the, you're the only person who will ever say something negative about Vin Scully.
0: I just said I didn't like him that much. Right, that's negative. A, I, I wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. I don't think he's bad. I just, I i don't, I don't, I don't like him that much. You know, Bob Johnny Euker, Carson, I think, is an awful human, that fair I'll enough. say. You
3: know, Bob eucher and Vin Colic. they can both do great, you know. It's not uh, mutually exclusive. Well,
0: oh, Bob is the best. Oh, yes. CBS Sports Radio. Don't get mad at me, everyone.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,